0: episode six busting po- busting chops podcast welcome back let's try that again Bustin Bustin
1: pops.
0: <laughs> episode six busting chops podcast this welcome back hammered. everybody i sound hammered already you, you drunk to- <laughs> what's wrong with you we had to edit the intro oh my god that's bad yeah so luke you aren't feeling good either you, you say i uh, sound sh- drunk but, shaping, up,
1: shaping up to be a great show today starting off hot um well, guys, let's just, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. It, it's not a done deal yet, but I had to get tested for the Coveys on All Tuesday. Right. My uh, my daughter, Saturday, Sunday, started coming down with a little bit of a cold, a little bit of a fever. My wife and I, we're getting flustered. You know, we, we hope it's just, you know, one day, two day type thing. And then next thing you know, Monday morning comes around. I got a scratchy throat. My wife has a scratchy throat as well, and we've got three of us sick in the house for a couple of days now. So
2: I don't want to get too intrusive, but are uh, you guys maybe kissing?
1: No, no, we're out on that right now. Um, but we may start trying for a second one. But after after this whole ordeal, why would I even want to go through that again? Uh, well,
2: I mean, I but, think we can agree that like your daughter is the most beautiful thing in the world. But she's, she's great. She's precious. She's booger. I mean, kids are germs. We've talked
1: but, about it. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: But yeah it's got to be the worst I, I time with say, COVID. got to be the know, worst time with it, COVID it to have is. a kid. Because every time your kid gets but, sick, which is every week, you have to worry right, about, suppose, is Especially, it, is it Yeah,
1: not? especially in the first year or two, and if you're sending them to daycare. Like, there was a time where our daughter was sick probably every other week, uh, at least twice a month for, for a good eight to ten months. And uh, I, I, I will say one thing since covid started and i'm sure it has a lot to do with her immune system you know getting stronger as she's getting older but she's only been sick once or twice since the summer which is amazing because there was a like and i i know it has a lot to do strong with, genes strong genes yeah absolutely but you know they're taking a lot better care of obviously the equipment you know, and all the toys and stuff at this daycare, everybody's wearing a mask, washing their hands. So I will say if there is one positive that's going to come out of this COVID pandemic is you're going to see, especially restaurants, daycare facilities, places that are going to be a whole lot cleaner going forward. So I'm excited about that. Once we get through it, like, when have you ever seen when this thing first started, what I remember seeing at gas stations, attendants, wiping down gas pumps, like, how often or before that have we ever seen that happen right so can i
2: just can i just say something not to digress but like i agree with you and i didn't really want people on my space before like six feet near me so like you know me like this is great like people are going to be backing off and they're going to clean shit people are going to be washing hands i always used to have the smell good hand sandings you guys can you, both agree on that
1: you did you you were you were early to the party on that one
0: ahead of ahead of my time some would say you're yeah. the Steve oh. Jobs of social distancing. That's what you got going for you right now.
1: <laughs> oh, I've been ahead of
2: my time. I, I always have those on my keychain. To this day, I have a hand sanitizer on my keychain. I think it's imperative. It was before and and now. I mean, again, not to digress, but I agree with your point, Luki. Let's let's get to the point here about your COVIDs.
1: So, anyways, I haven't gotten my results back yet. I'm waiting. My wife got hers back yesterday. She's negative. So I'd like to thank. If she's negative, I'm negative, but you don't know. Like I don't know the science behind it. Could, could one be positive, one be positive, one be negative? Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that's possible. So I'm just waiting back. I don't know why it's taking an extra day or two to get my results back because we went on the same day uh, within hours of each other. So, um, you know, I'm waiting. I don't back. know so if that's a good sign. You think they're just they're taking some time to, to – Probably running Figure your out numbers. how they're, how they're going to drop the hammer to me. Probably like, running hey, your
2: numbers, it's... figuring out contact tracing. Right, right.
1: Getting my bank account info, all that stuff, just to make sure they can track me. You know, if you I'm know, doing anything, going anywhere.
0: You know, we've been talking about, like, kids being disease pits, but don't you remember, like, we were growing up when, like, the McDonald's would have, like, the balls and tubes or you had the discovery zones? And every gonna... time... Like half the kids would just drop within a week with something serious. Something would hit. It's always been that way with kids. Oh,
1: that place was a (laughs) breeding ground of bacteria and
0: (laughs) MRSA, staff, yeah, all that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But you know what? That made us tougher. That made us tougher. You know what we can we can actually tolerate those you know gas handles now because we spent time in the discovery zone or the McDonald's it's know, a ball it's Chuck, Chuck E. cheese
1: Chucky e. cheese is a big yeah. deal yep.
0: it it's amazing how much a factor McDonald's is in my
2: niece and nephew's world and like I don't know if you can speak to that Luki, but like McDonald's is a factor like they have a grip on kids kids know what chicken nuggets are like do they still have the characters
0: like Grimace and the Hamburglar do they still actually the do it
2: yeah, they have Happy Meals, but they don't play the Grimace. They play heavy to Barbie and Cars and, okay. you know, uh, all that crap. That They're not really heavy in the game, and and they're not really – they used to give out really good shit. Do you guys remember the, the clear mugs and stuff yeah. for Flintstones and Batman? And
1: they used to give oh, out really good was, shit. I mean, that was that was what I would order every time. Even though there's better stuff on the menu, you're going Happy Meal all the time because you don't know what awaits you. In that in that box,
2: that was such a was, good time. Oh, I don't everybody, know like with Happy Meals.
0: Everybody had that one thing they try to collect too. And if there's one thing you were really into, you'd be hitting down McDonald's every single day of the week whenever that one promotion was going on.
1: I t- I will tell you when they rolled out Monopoly too. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was all wow. over it. Yeah, Monopoly. I was trying to get my Park Place and Boardwalk. Gonna be a
0: millionaire. I had a oh, bunch of Baltics. Man. I had a bunch of the purples, yeah, the, the and, and the
1: light <laughs> You blues. get Park
2: Ave. You get was Park it? Ave. You thought you were a millionaire, right? Then and there,
0: oh
1: no question. Yeah, the the Monopoly. Uh, you know promotion. they had a scam on that. Yeah, yeah I heard. Yeah, there's something on Netflix about it, wasn't HBO, there? Yeah, it HBO? Was right?
0: Gen- yeah, Macmillan. McMillions. It was genius.
2: Yeah, not really genius, just simple, but great.
0: Can you elaborate a little bit about, about what this scheme was, sir?
2: Sure. The guy that ran the securities company that printed the game. Um, obviously, had a in with somebody, and the guy cashed it in. He had did it before. He had ran a scam before with a lottery, and this is like the second time they turned in a winning yeah, so ticket. So
1: he knew when they were printing like those one or two. Yeah, one a Corvette uh, uh, to complete the the series type. Right, right. he would make the sure properties. they had everything. Yeah,
2: the free Corvette ticket they won that one year. Um, it was all people that knew him and stuff. So like. Yeah, he got he got banged, obviously, because that's how that happens. You got to go to Mexico once you get the prize or excuse me, not Mexico, like Vietnam, like somewhere that has no extradition, somewhere that you just can't like
0: keep the assets. Yep, keep the assets. Yeah,
2: you keep the assets and you're out and you live like a king.
0: And, you know, the funny thing is, yeah, maybe it was corrupt. Maybe it was corrupt for years like that documentary was saying. But if they brought that back, people are still buying Monopoly like crazy from Monopoly. People don't care if it's a sham. People are into that.
2: Uh, yeah, Monopoly, Hasbro, the whole team, come at me. Um, you guys have to step it up. You guys got to come back. I mean, everybody wants to play fun games, cards like Cards of Humanity and all that crap. Monopoly has a niche that they mm-hmm. can take advantage of, and yeah, they just, just simply have
0: not I was just talking about that. Everything's going towards the root of like parlor games now, and the board games are losing it. Board games are great. They're I so fun. They're great. Strategy, they're everything else in there, you don't have that in the parlor games.
2: I think if tomorrow somebody snapped their fingers and we came back and, and there was no coronavirus, everybody's vaccinated and we can go out again. I think there's still gonna be people that stay at home a lot in the next twenty four months. Even if things even if somebody put it on TV tomorrow that, hey, everything's normal, I don't know if everything goes back to normal. So like games like that and staying at home and like all like the stuff you can do at home, big time right now.
1: Yeah. Well, just think about the uh, the value of a game like Monopoly though. Like If you think about it, you have to learn money. You learn about money a little bit, right? You learn negotiation, negotiation. negotiation tactics if you're that's trying true. to get some properties here. Yep. You're trying to make some moves. I mean, there's there's a lot that can be the learned. Finance.
0: You learn who a person is by the way they play Monopoly. You, learn you can tell exactly who they are. <laughs>
1: who's, who's trustworthy, who's not. Yeah, but you in, go to in, jail. A game, in a game like that, nobody's trustworthy because they're coming for you. Yeah. Don't it's forget, cu- you can That's go to a jail. cutthroat jail. game um but yeah that's there's some valuable lessons that i've learned playing that game i've gotten i've gotten uh backstabbed a few times playing that
0: that's, you just that's you a fact learn
1: and that's what it is in real life when you get out there folks that's what it is people are coming for you
0: there's so many other games that are classics too risk i don't know if you guys ever played that that's another great one yeah risk is that's a okay. classic. one
1: stratego yeah. you ever play stratego? oh yeah
0: absolutely yeah. What's the uh, what's the what's the boppin
2: one? The one that you popped, the bubble one. The bubble trouble, one. yeah.
0: That gets kind of yeah. It's not really as board gamey as the others though. Stratego's great. We have house rules for that too.
2: Uh, the cherries game, the picking cherries game. They put the cherries in the bucket. Classic.
0: We're losing credibility as <laughs> yeah. As I don't know. I, I can't operation that operation.
1: Don't wake daddy. <laughs> uh, the one where you
0: picked boogers out of the, the grape. <laughs>
1: the, the grape escape.
0: Yeah, yeah, these things are great. Like, bring it all back. So, this is another little update from the podcast. I'm happy to say that I'm the most important member of the podcast, as we've probably established by now. I also am the first to get the COVID vaccine. So, I think that establishes huh. my rank in this podcast. I think I'm better than both of you.
2: First off, I, I appreciate and love you both. I don't put myself above or below um, either one of you. I see you guys as my um, peers and friends, uh, trusted adversaries. So if that's where you see yourself, Al, I'll have a Vatican. Luke, your call.
1: You can go ahead and get it. That's fine, Al. But it it just means that you're going to be our guinea pig. So we're going to see how it plays out for
0: you. So. You know, hopefully I can be the guinea pig, but I couldn't even handle mashed potatoes in Atlantic City, let alone whatever this cocktail has for me. So now, I will get you
1: couldn't handle you couldn't handle anything in Atlantic. So you couldn't handle the the mashed potatoes. You couldn't handle gambling pressure, the pressure, the pressure. the pressure. Can we talk about uh, professional players thinking that they have a right to to demand who a GM should be for their team or who a coach or should a coach? Be? Yeah. yeah, let's go into it. and. and and, and people demanding trades now like James Harden and, and things like that. just give me just I'd like to hear your thoughts. Obviously, we've heard, you know, just in the news recently, and it's been it's been happening more and more, in my opinion, over the past couple of years about individual players who, yes, they may be the best player on the team and they may be a captain or in that position, but somehow think that they have the right to be involved in management decisions when it comes to picking a GM or a head coach?
0: Well, that's easy to do in the NBA, right? The NBA is such an individual league, and it has been since David Stern. So you have guys like James Harden, and you don't think you're watching the Rockets. You think you're watching James Harden because that's how the NBA is well, I think built.
2: Watson. Watson's doing it. Deshaun Watson, I think, did something like that last week to you, right? Yeah, I think he I did think he too. did. I do think he yeah. did it, too. But, so you that's know, another, like, is it just Houston, guys? Does everybody just hate Houston?
0: It could be Houston. Maybe it's a Houston thing, you, you know, but. What, I heard it, a rumor
2: that Harden put a million dollars in one night at a strip club down there, and they have a jersey up of James Harden. So run for the hills, Brooklyn. If there's some strippers in the area, they are run towards the fire. Everybody else run out. James Harden's coming down. I don't agree with it. Um, I don't think they should have that much pull. In any sport, I think it's common in a lot of sports. I think baseball, it's common too. Um, It's not as common in baseball.
0: It's hard to have as much pull, though, in baseball as you do if you're a quarterback in football, where the rebuilding process for a quarterback is a lottery pick on a draft pick. Maybe it works. Maybe Carson Wentz. Who knows? Or if it's in basketball, when you know you're the dude and you can carry a team and be the main scorer, you have more pull than any other athletes in sports. So, yeah, Deshaun Watson did it. James Harden did it. That's not a surprise to me. I don't think it's right, but they have that pull for a reason. I mean, they are that team's identity.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I think, yeah, Uh, like I think they have pull, like you said, for a reason, and I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I think it's the future. I think it is what it is right now, and it's setting a precedent, a dangerous one, but uh, it's it's the reality of what sports are today.
0: Yeah, I mean, baseball can stay away from it because it's more of a team sport, I feel. Then, you know, basketball is totally individual. If you get a lottery pick, forget about it. You're, you're, that's just going to your
1: job. In in baseball, one guy isn't going to carry you all the way. Yeah. So that's not how it works. You know, in the NFL, you need a quarterback. You need a really good quarterback to win. Just look at the Bears with Mitchie. But in baseball, there's guys like Trevor Bauer.
2: There's guys like Trevor Bauer out there. Like, I'm not going to places that have a crappy head coach or, a rebuilding mindset. I want to go somewhere and win yeah, now. So he kind of takes the coach. That,
1: well, yeah, but he's he's a free agent. He can make that move. He's not a part of an organization trying to tell the organization how they should conduct their business. Now, with that being said, Houston hasn't done a very good job of conducting their business. They gave as a city Billy o, Billy O'Brien there, you know, basically free reign, control GM and head coach, and he traded away how many draft picks and put him in a to, hole. The to Dolphies to the Dolphins yeah was that Laramie Tunsil right for Tunsil yeah but um yeah I just to me if you want to make those decisions go be a GM you know if you want to make those decisions go buy a team at the end of your career pull a Derek Jeter do something like could that
2: could you imagine just picking your boss like I had a really good year in sales so uh yeah
1: you know, I didn't really hey, like you boss yeah hey guys by the way uh I'm looking this 2021 season had a great 2020 year I'm your you know, one of your most prized assets, I guess you could call me. Um, let's make some decisions about management. I don't know. Throw some,
0: it. I'm going gonna,
1: I'm gonna to throw some names at you and let me know what you think. But I'd like to be involved in the process.
0: I'd <laughs> like to want to bring over. I'd like to amend my statement because I agree that, you know, players should mind their own business, do their own thing. Unless you're on the Tampa Bay race, then you have every right to criticize the GM. Trading your guys like Blake Stellaway and just totally throwing it all down the gutter. That's the one situation I can see. like, yeah, if you're making they over a million dollars, you're gone. If you're making over a million, you're gone. Forget about it. See you. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think.
1: Yeah, Tampa Bay is not a place where you stay, where you plan on staying long term. Tampa Bay is not that place. Unless I guess Longoria, he was the only one that really got a long term deal out of him.
0: He right? didn't even Whatever. stay for the whole for all of it, though. They they might do long term deals, but you stayed there for no. They three are, well, or they four. end up trade.
1: They end up trade him. Yeah, they they end up having to trade him because he uh, he went down pretty quickly. He got hurt. Yeah, he got he had some injuries and things like that. But yeah, when you well, first of all, and I will always tell you that market is absolutely terrible that they're in. Horrible. It's a shitty market. You're not no even in Tampa. Fans. You're in St. Pete. You're in St. Pete, dog shit stadium. It's not easy to get to. It's a sardine can as a stadium. Catwalks everywhere. Yeah, you can't play. Like even even Miami down there. That's a shitty professional sports market as well. If you I like their field though. Field sick. Uh, Field bad area. But you can't and you can't have an outdoor you can't have an outdoor stadium down there because it rains every single day at four, four thirty and it pours. So you need an indoor type stadium.
0: Retractable. But it's
1: yeah. just not it's not a great professional market for baseball, at least in my opinion, the way I see it. Uh, well well it's definitely move. not.
0: They're uh, they're like more money ball than the A's, like ten times, fifteen times more moneyball than the A's. It's that they don't spend money on anybody. The A's might invest in a pitcher here or there, but
1: I will, I will say they're drafting in development in Tampa. Kudos. like Fantastic job. That trade where you snuck glass now. And who is it? Meadows out of that trade from Pittsburgh
0: yeah. for Chris Archer. Yeah.
1: For Archer who was declining and he's still
0: bad, but you know, that's gotta be, that's gotta be development with the Rays. I think, I don't think it's just drafting. I mean, everybody throws 99-100 now and they get drafted, but the way that Tampa Bay has been able to control it and to where guys can actually have control um, when they're pitching, it's not just power and have swing and miss stuff, develop their, you know, breaking pitches. That's something that a lot of teams can't do to the extent that Tampa Bay's done it. And they're able to capture that lightning in a bottle. That's what they've done for I years do think now.
2: They, I do think they try to think – I think the Rays try to do too much. Sometimes you, you, you try to do too much and kind of – kind of get ahead of yourself and you guys saw that with Snell and that's going to be what people point to but like they overshift, they do a bunch of crap they did uh, they're, they're the team that
0: I saw the worst bunt rotation like, I saw the worst bunt rotation I've ever seen from them a couple years ago they, they do try to reinvent the wheel and that's Kevin Cash but as far as the salaries go and everything as Luke said it's a terrible market I'm I'm concerned how much of that is actually necessity and how much of that is them just being you know, Rogue
2: Probably a little both
1: Yeah, I would guarantee more on necessity They don't draw a dick over there It's a t- it's a terrible place And how, mu- how much of teams' revenues is game day sales You know, ticket sales and everything yeah. like that I would imagine it's a significant portion
2: Sponsorship um,
1: You yep, know you're doomed TV when you rights, start getting You know you're doomed exactly. when you start
0: getting the tarps Going over the upper deck just to take up seating And eat away You know, you've seen football teams right. do it And when that happens, uh, you're in for it
1: I will say it's pretty cool going there live and just seeing a couple missiles just hit the catwalk, and having guys scramble all over the place. That's probably the most entertaining thing about that place. You know, I but got a chance that, to, I got
0: absolutely. a chance to go there. I got to go there. That's where I saw my uh, first Orioles game. I'm an Orioles fan, lifelong, and uh, sorry about it. I grew up loving, idolizing Cal Ripken. The day Cal Ripken broke the record is the day I became an Orioles fan. So I went down to Tampa Bay. And my luck is just shit. It's terrible. So the first time I go down to Tampa Bay is the first time in Ripken's career he was ever on the DL and didn't make a trip. I was crying. I was like eight years old and just crying. I was was so excited to see Cal Ripken. I'm trying to pass like cards to him to players. And that was my experience in Tampa Bay. So it wasn't positive. The Orioles got their ass kicked one, both games. They almost got no hit one of them. I'll always remember that. I got to talk to Harold Baines, though that's pretty cool.
2: Is there anybody, that's, anybody else that that was good back then that you were like this guy's net it was Bell on <laughs> the team?
0: Oh, that's a great story. So yeah, my uh, I had a Lou Pinella in- coaching? Was it no, Pinella? No, it was uh it was Ray Miller or Mike Hargrove, I think. For Rays? No, for the Orioles. It was uh it was before it was Pinella. Pin- I don't think Panella was the first guy there. He was there a little bit after though. He was there after Seattle. But Albert Bell was on Baltimore that year. And Albert Bell is a mean guy. And my brother kept asking him for autographs with a speech impediment. He couldn't pronounce his name. And he's like, Albert Bell, trying to say it like that. And it was the first time time anybody saw him laugh on that team. And they loved it. And if you're at home right now, please do yourself the favor. In YouTube, Albert Bell breaking up a double play. It's Fernando Tatis or Vina, one of the Fernandos. And he just just absolutely smoked him. (laughs) He just gave him the forearm shiver, and then that was it. And there's
2: lights oh, out. He's a big man.
0: We could do a whole podcast on Albert Bell stories. I guess he got into a fight with Kenny Lofton over like what temperature to set the thermostat at in the locker room. So I guess Bell goes in there and sets his thermostat to his temperature and then he just bashes the shit out of it with his bat. He just absolutely goes to town on this thing. It's a big man. He was not a good dude.
1: <laughs> That's, that sounds like an Albert Bell move right there. Yeah. Anybody else what that was, was good? It? Was Mussina
0: we... on the team? On the Orioles, yeah, he had Brady Anderson.
1: Brady Anderson. Uh, okay. This
0: that was after uh, his that was uh, after uh, his flash in the pan. Erickson, the arm. Yeah, oh, I, I hated him. He had Sidney yeah, Ponson. He had great.
1: He had great. He had great sideburns though. Yeah, the Pons- great chops going.
0: Ponson was underrated. If he was on any other team, he might have been somebody. Good three starter. We relied on him a little too much, but uh,
1: Adam
2: Jones.
0: This is no. That's way after. That's way after they had like uh, BJ Serhoffs, those guys, that was it.
2: BJ e. Serhoff. I remember him.
0: That was that. That was that era. Moving on to bets. We got um, a big game. Bets. We got a big game guys. We talked about it last week. We teased it. We have North Dakota and North Dakota state and North Dakota is plus five. They had a huge win on Friday night. Buzzer beater. They ended up beating old dominion or not old dominion oral Roberts They're on a hot streak, and North Dakota State started off hot, and they're starting to slip. A plus-five line is close. In-state rivalry. Who do you got, Josh? Uh,
2: Last time, this was like 53-52, right? That was the last time they played. Give me North Dakota State, second in the conference. Good team, going to win. Sorry about it.
1: So let's just remember, I'm the one who picked North Dakota to cover that Oral Roberts game. What but they the had a lot. lot. Like, that was like 11. Was, was, that was 11. It was, it was double-digit double spread, and they come out with a dub for me on that Friday night. Now, the way their conference works or the, their schedule works is they play back-to-backs, basically, with everybody. Um, so the next night, the Saturday night, they shot <laughs> their shot Friday. They blew <laughs> yep. their wad. The next night, they got the doors blown off, lost 74-57. to 57. Give it everything um, you got. But... They came came through for me. So they came through for me on the Friday. I think they're going to do it again. They're uh, they they've got two at North Dakota State. I think maybe maybe they sneak up on them. Game one, they've got to avenge that earlier loss in the season by one point. So um, I'm going North Dakota.
0: Luke, going North Dakota. Yeah, they might be a first game team, and lightning does not strike twice. So if they're going to get them, they're going to get them one night, never both, never two with our uh, fighting Hawks. I'm going with Josh on this one. I'm going North Dakota State. They've played a couple pretty good teams close, and North Dakota really hasn't done anything except for against Oral Roberts with a buzzer beater. Five isn't enough for me. I'm going North Dakota State.
1: Yeah, those are the types of teams like that. They're not very good. They're bad teams. So you either sneak up on somebody the first game when they're not expecting you, or they just absolutely beat your balls in game one, and then they come out.
2: Well, I feel like they're going to have a lot it more depends. tape now. Yeah, they'll have a lot more tape now. They'll be able to see, get a better game plan. They're going to roll them.
0: We are going on to our next game now. We have Quinnipiac. We actually have some Quinnipiac listeners out there. Shout out to you. And we have Monmouth as well um, playing them. Quinnipiac is plus 10 in that game. That's a great facility, by the way. Uh, we have friends at the Quinnipiac training staff, too. Shout outs to them. Great athletic facilities up there at Quinnipiac. Um, great atmosphere there. They got all the, you know, performances, whatnot. They do a great job up there. So shout out to Quinnipiac and all you do. Quinnipiac is plus 10 in this game. Who do you got? Luke, you go first.
1: Well, first of all, it's great to, great to know that we have Quinnipiac listeners to the show. So I appreciate
2: Bobcats you.
1: love the Bobcats. And actually for me personally, I have a huge job going up at Quinnipiac uh, later on this year, about fifteen, yeah, fifteen sixteen thousand square feet of material going up there for me. So Quinnipiac is going to be providing quite a significant, gotta go with them, quite a significant bonus for me this upcoming year. So all of you guys who are going to school there currently, students, thank you because your tuition dollars, your room and board, is going to my project. So I appreciate you all. I'm going to take Quinnipiac for all their support from me. And uh, I love you guys.
2: Uh, I got Monmouth, Dirty Jurors, better, better Club. Um, I don't know if you remember they created, like, the bench fun thing they did a few years back. Yeah, just Better Club. Give me Monmouth.
0: We made a uh, pact. With, I know Luke made a pact at the beginning of the show that he would never pick a Philadelphia team to win. And in my opinion, the only thing worse than a Philadelphia team is a Jersey team. I will never pick a Jersey team to win. (laughs) Wawa sucks. It's like a Seven Eleven. Read it and weep it. Jersey jerk-offs. That state sucks. The best part about New Jersey, as my uncle would say, is the welcome to New York sign. I love that line. I'm going Quinnipiac all day on this one. Plus 10, a lot of points. Let's fire it up.
2: Okay.
1: Never, never trust a state where, where you can't pump your own gas. Okay. No. Where they don't allow you to pump your own gas.
0: That'll suck for you guys. Or turn left as we as we discussed. You have
1: to turn right test. to turn to make a left. Like yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't make sense whatsoever. No, it's a
0: lot. People from Jersey don't even know what side of their car their gas pumps on. They have no idea. <laughs> I pull up blindly.
1: So but Wawa, Wawa was a low blowout. Wawa is phenomenal. That's a great place. Love That's Wawa. one good thing. But was it New Jersey or Pennsylvania? Because they're in Pennsylvania, too. Who created who, who started Wawa? Where did they start? Uh, I
2: don't know. All I Jersey, know is Jersey. Jersey, something. Jersey, the, Pen- the Pennsylvania uh, lieutenant governor hates Wawa and always talks crap about it. You
0: okay. know, I had a roommate from Jersey in college, and I remember we had this really cheap tattoo artist. We had a tattoo party one night, and he was seriously contemplating getting a tattoo of the Wawa logo. That's how wild they go. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly yeah, who I'm talking party. about, and he was he was thinking about getting the Wawa tattoo on his ass, and that was that was. 100% he made me get chicken happen. and
2: mashed potatoes there one night. He's like, "It's the best thing
0: you'll ever have."
1: A tattoo party? Did anybody get a real tattoo?
0: Oh, a couple, and they were they were pretty. Yeah, Bad. they must have been butchered, no. huh? I wasn't a fan. No, yeah, we had a we had a tattoo party in college, and that's all you need to know.
1: Just, all right, uh, you, want, you want me to uh,
2: take the most over the sanitary these... environment? We'll segue now into the NFL picks. Um, I'll uh, I'll give you the line. We'll start off with the Rams-Green Bay game. Um, we got the Rams receiving six and a half. Lukey, what do you got?
1: Well, the Rams shut me up last week. Um, I just, oh God. I think Green Bay's too good. Aaron Rodgers is the man. Don't win by a touchdown plus. They'll be in Green Bay. Weather's going to play a factor. It's going to be cold. Even if they're allowing fans or not, I'm not sure what they're doing over there. It's not going to matter. Just the weather. Packers are are a team to be reckoned with this year. So I'm going Green Bay.
0: I agree. I'm going Green Bay as well. By the way, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. He's actually going to make an appearance on my favorite TV show. You guys all know how much I've watched it growing up. Jeopardy, he's going to be a guest host on there. So good for him. He's actually a really smart guy. Um, wish him the best of luck. He
1: crushed. He crushed the episode that he was on the celebrity episode. Well, they dumbed he down the celebrity dominated. ones.
0: They dumbed down the celebrity ones yeah. a little bit.
1: But he, you can tell he's he's a very intelligent guy.
0: You know who I did not. You know who did not crush the celebrity episodes. Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Wolf Blitzer was like negative four thousand. He was like negative four thousand by finals. Yeah. And Trebek no goes, surprise. Well, you know what we're going to give you a thousand dollars. Thanks for participating. Well, if you can stay on for final jeopardy, <laughs> just stay on here.
1: Just Don't throw leave. him a pity, some pity cash.
2: He's taking out a loan at jeopardy. All right. Ken I'm going to, uh,
0: doing good too. Ken Jennings is doing a very good job there on jeopardy as well. Go ahead, Josh. He
2: might, he might be the guy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead with green Bay. I think the Rams are, they're, they, they're good on D, um, if Donald's healthy, but they're not really, uh, Built to score points, and Green Bay is aggressively scoring points everywhere they go. So give me, uh, give me the Packers on that. Um, take that to the the house. Uh, next matchup is Baltimore versus Buffalo. Spread is Baltimore getting two and a half. Allie, kick us off.
0: Well, first off, that Buffalo game was great last week. That was, uh, that was a coach making too many hero moves right there. Frank Reich, he literally gave away four points, and he lost the game by three. He uh, decided to go for it on a fourth and goal when he could have just taken three points, and then he went for two when he could have kicked a field goal. So he gave up four points. Buffalo got lucky there. Buffalo never gets lucky. Um, Buffalo's going to break your heart somewhere along the line. I don't see it happening this week, though. They're going to break your heart in a more important game than Baltimore. I'm taking Buffalo um, with that spread.
1: I just think now, first of all, um, now that Lamar Jackson seems to be running again, running more, he's not a great thrower of the football, but he's such a good athlete. And that defense is pretty strong and solid. Like they, they can bully some people around, uh, Baltimore now Buffalo can do that as well. I think Josh Allen, actually, Josh Allen's probably a better quarterback to me than Lamar Jackson right now, um. Like I said, it's only a matter. Like Al said, it's only a matter of time before Buffalo just really breaks everybody's heart. Um, is it going to be this week or next Ooh. week? I'm not sure. But give me, give me Baltimore. I'm going to go with Lamar. I think Lamar is going to pull this one out.
2: Jeez, all right. On the deciding factor, well, I mean the Ravens are six zero in their last start, six starts. They're coming in hot. The The interesting thing I saw on TV this week that I'm going to bring up is that the Ravens blitz all the time and that Josh Allen's the best quarterback versus the blitz in the league. So let's see what happens there. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson combo running the ball. That's unbelievable. They got a really great receiving core. Good line. Um, Buffalo's D is really good, but there's been holes at times. I don't think it's this week. Give me, give me the bills.
0: I like Break how we some stayed. tables. We got to represent Upstate New York there a little bit. Got to
2: represent Upstate we New York. All
0: okay, right.
2: Okay. Uh, next game we got Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City defending champion Chiefs. Browns getting ten. Lugie, it's a lot of points. What do you think?
1: Doesn't matter. Chiefs are going to. Uh, Chiefs going to win. They're going to cover. Um, The only chance Cleveland would have is if it started off like last game with Pittsburgh, where Pittsburgh just came out and turned the ball over left and right. And now, who knows? Kansas City may come out slow, but even if they start slow and it's close going into the second half, Kansas City's so good, they can just put up points in a matter of minutes. Uh, They're going to find their stride. They're motivated now. It's playoff time. They're ready to to defend their title. I'm going to go Kansas City.
2: Okay.
0: I want to see nothing more than a Buffalo Cleveland AFC finals. I'd love that. Just a little bit of Rust Belt love. Um, Cleveland got so lucky last week. There was a ton of turnovers, you know, the fumble for a touchdown first play. They got hit hard with the coronavirus. Maybe that was just a way of the football. God's making it up to them. I don't see them beating Kansas City this week. I'm also with the Chiefs.
2: All right. Um, Ten points, a lot of points. Uh I'm gonna go with Andy Reid. Spent last weekend thinking he was gonna play the Steelers, prepping for that. Cream uh, Hunt going back to the Chiefs after they cut him. Cream uh, Hunt and Nick Chubb together on the ground. Uh, Kevin Stefanowicz back for the Browns. I'm going to take the points, ten points, a lot of points in the NFL. It's two possessions. Um, give me, give me him to stay at least within two possessions. Ten points, Browns.
0: I like it. I like it.
2: I mean it's 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 a it's a risk, but I'm doing it. Last we go to the next game. The uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. Bucks getting three. This is gonna be the third time they meet. Split on the year.
0: Josh, do you wanna have me and you pick before Luke picks Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, why don't you go ahead, Al. I'm taking Tom Brady too.
1: Ah, <laughs> I'm taking Tom Brady too. That a boy, Al. He's getting points. That's scary. <laughs> They're starting to figure it out offensively.
2: I mean, I'm going to take the Saints. They're play, they're hot. I mean, it's I think they're a better football team all around.
1: You guys know where I stand. I'm going touchdown, Tommy.
2: Touch touch and Toms. <laughs> all right. That wraps it up. Those are our games. Those are our picks. I hope everybody has a phenomenal weekend on behalf of everybody in this household that doesn't
1: have coronavirus. Yeah, we're pretty good.
2: Prayers to Luki. Prayers to Lukey.
1: Yeah, I'll keep you guys up there. let you know what's going on. What are
2: we going out with? What Disney tune are we going out with? Oh.
0: you got to pay me my money before you can pick songs. We're still at our next first week. installment of $12. That's all we've next got. Next week. That's we our need update. need a production.
1: Pay period. Pay, pay period. Feel the freak.
0: Feel the freak. Feel the freak. We'll see you guys next week. Take care.
1: Go.